Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. I'm Jordan Stoltz, your host. Today is a Foodie Friday and I'm talking about diet breaks, something that is a pretty interesting topic and something that maybe needs a little bit of clarification in the nutrition and fitness space. Thank you for joining me and for taking the time to listen to this podcast. It'd mean a ton to me if you also took time to go review the show on iTunes or whatever other platform you listen to the podcast on. I got an email the other day uh, that said, I basically get a roundup email every week that tells me the reviews that you guys leave. Had a few of them in the email this week and gotta say it really made my week. So to be able to read how the show's affecting you guys, to read what you appreciate, what you think I could work on, and and the things that the things that you're able to take from the show really helps me stay motivated and stay amped to do this podcast. So thanks for that. If you left those reviews, I am actually out of t-shirts right now, but I did not forget about my t-shirt contest thing. So if you want to be entered to win that in the future, to win a free triple F t-shirt, just go leave a review on iTunes. It would mean a lot to me. It helps the show grow and Hey, it gets me amped to do the show. And who doesn't love to be amped? I know I do. Well, let's get started for today's episode of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Let's go. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. Foodie Friday. What's up, everybody? Jordan Stoltz here, your host of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Back with another show, and today's show is a Foodie Friday, of course, talking about nutrition, talking about diets, and talking about the things that I need to clear up for you guys in this whole confusing space of fitness and nutrition. Today's show is specifically about a topic. Today's show is about diet breaks. So what is a diet break? It is, just as it sounds, I don't want to be smart with you guys, but diet break is taking a break from dieting, right? So I think we're, I have three categories, I guess I should start out with, right? There's three categories of diet breaks, three categories of people that should be taking diet breaks, which I'm going to get into in today's show. And hopefully I remember all of them, bear with me as I go along, but I tend to get off on some tangents. So diet breaks is pretty much just taking a break from dieting. We, we as fitness people tend to be very obsessive about the diet, right? To be very dialed in for a certain amount of time. And sometimes we need to take a break from that, not just psychologically, but also physically. Uh, And that's what I'm talking about today's show is kind of how to structure that, how you should dial that in, but then also what they should look like and who should be doing them in the first place. Because you don't necessarily want to take a diet break if, if you don't need it, right? If you don't physically need it, then you actually are just slowing down your progress by taking a diet break. Because what a diet break typically means is that you're not paying attention necessarily to what you're intaking. You're not, you're not dialing in your nutrition aspect of your health and fitness, right? Which isn't a good thing. However, if you do need it physically, which I'll get into, and if you do need it um, mentally or psychologically, then by all means, it's beneficial, right? I, I totally believe my whole philosophy in 
fitness, my whole philosophy in nutrition and training is to pick something that you're going to do forever, right? To pick something you can change, you can evolve, but pick something that, that isn't, isn't unsustainable, right? You want it to be sustainable for the long term. You want it to be um, creating a habit, a lifestyle. I talk about this all the time. That's totally my approach to everything is the lifestyle approach, right? I'm, I'm pretty loose with my nutrition. Typically, I, I track pretty much every day, but it's a very loose form of tracking where I kind of hit a range. I kind of sometimes go off of the numbers and eat the stuff I want to eat. Um, I'm sometimes in my training, if I am not feeling the training, I'm not afraid just to switch it up. If I'm not feeling the training, I'm not afraid just to do something like walk my dogs or 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 sleep an extra hour, right? But sometimes I go crazy. I dial it in tight. Sometimes I, I train really, really hard. And it all just depends on, on where my mind and my body is at. So that's really... That's really the point that I want to get you guys to with all these tips and these advice is that you are able to live life in a fit way and you're not, you don't just have to become the fit person, right? You don't want to be the fit person. You just want to live a healthy and fit life. And I think that there's a difference there. Uh, so that's the life that I hope you guys can create for yourself where it's just a stress-free freedom-based approach to fitness, right? That's kind of the mission of the podcast. And diet breaks can be a beneficial tool to help you achieve that because dialing it in all the time, keeping yourself locked into certain numbers that you're tracking or a certain meal plan that you're following or certain foods that you can eat, whatever you choose to do for your nutrition, only doing that one thing can be very tiring. Right, you might get to a point in nutrition where you're just saying, "I am just so over this," right, and that's kind of where these binges come into play. That's where yo-yo dieting comes into play. That's where going off the rails. That's where ignoring fitness and health altogether comes into play. So, my first word of advice, as a precursor, I have two things. Number one is to make sure you actually need that diet break, right? Because it can set you back. Number two, though, is to create a plan, to create a healthy lifestyle plan that kind of eliminates the need for diet breaks, right? Because if you are so worn out physically, mentally, psychologically from your nutrition and from your diet, and you are so worn to the point that you need a break, then you're probably going too hard, right? Think of it like a car, once again. Love these car body analogies. If you're driving a car down the road and you're going so fast and so hard on that gas pedal that you have to pull over once in a while to let the car get back to a normal temperature because it overheats, you're probably pushing that car a little too hard, right? You're better off just cruising the whole way at a medium speed, right? You can up that sometimes. You can increase if you need to. You can slow down if you need to, but you're not overdoing it. You're not crushing yourself to a point that you have to pull over to the side of the road, that you have to take a diet break, take a break from training altogether, or or you just have to stop following your healthy lifestyle, right? You want to create something that you can just kind of coast on and make good choices through your whole life. So that's kind of the precursor to this diet break thing. Now I want to get into the three different scenarios in diet breaks and what they look like, who should follow them, and what they should actually be structured as. 
scenario number one, person number one is the person that needs uh, the mental break from dieting, right? This is the person who's who's lived in a calorie deficit for a long time, or at least apparently has, right? And is really, really dialed into nutrition for a long time. Maybe they're dieting for a long time. They got a lot of weight to lose and they are just tired of dialing everything in, right? Maybe they are are tracking their food, which is what I like to do. Maybe being so dialed in and tracking every single thing that goes into their mouth gets a little hard sometimes, right? It's a new habit. It can be a different a different step in your day, right? I think tracking personally is freeing and liberating because you are able to eat the right amount of food with really a lot of different foods and some variety. I think it's that way, but for a lot of people, it's a big step to take because you're implementing a whole new structure into your day that you didn't have before, right? If you could have sit down at the dinner table before and just start eating, now if you're trying to track your food, you are having to track everything you put in your mouth. You're more conscious of it, which can be stressful and tiring for some people. So a diet break can be useful to just kind of take a mental break, take a step back to kind of put your hands up a little bit and say, hey, I'm just going to try to do this intuitively. I'm going to try to eat the the way I've been eating, but just without all this mental stress that something might be causing me, right? Whatever's stressing you out mentally, whether it's counting things, whether it's choosing certain foods, whether it's avoiding certain foods, right? Maybe it's stressful that you can't go out to eat. You can't have any social events with your friends. So you decide to go on a diet break so you can go and enjoy yourself, enjoy your vacation, enjoy a wedding, enjoy a party, right? Whatever it is, you're going on a diet break for that mental break. And that's fine. That's a, that's a scenario. And the only thing that I would want to bring up to you is just like I said in the beginning, make sure you actually mentally need that, right? There is a difference between needing a break because you've been dialed in for so long and not being able to push through something because you don't have the discipline, right? I I am kind of a hardcore guy in that sense that I think a lot of times you just need to be a little bit stronger, right? And it's not easy to say, it's not easy to hear, and it's not easy advice. It's not something that might be that popular. But a lot of times just, you know, I hate to say it, but suck it up sometimes, you know, suck it up. If you feel like it's it's getting hard to diet, that might just be because you're starting to change your body and getting the results that you want to. Sometimes taking a diet break is going to slow that down, right? If if you feel like you need a mental break because you've been dialing it in for six weeks straight, come on, you know, piece together a long, long time dialing it in, build a habit, build a lifestyle, and, you know, maybe then we can talk about that diet break. But sometimes you just have to push through it. That being said, there are times where you do need that mental break. You do need that freeing feeling that comes with a diet break. So that's one group is those mental break people, the psychological diet break. The next one is kind of interesting. The next one is a um, a physical diet break, which what I'm going to say is going to be you just need to get out of a calorie deficit, right? You just need to stop dieting for a while. This is literally a break in your diet because when I hear the word diet, I think fat loss, right? And if you're trying to lose fat for a long, long period of time, you are not doing your body any favors except for the body fat loss, right? That is the only benefit that you are really getting from from this. 
you are losing fat, which is helping every area of your life. And, you know, there are a few studies that show that maybe like decreased calorie intake over time would lead to a longer life. That being said, though, I mean, in general, you're going to be stressed out. You're going to be you're going to be having that mental pressure. You're going to have less of a social life. You're going to enjoy things a little bit less. You're going to feel less free and it's going to be less sustainable, which is never good. And those things are all suffering when you're in a diet for fat loss. So if that's you, if you've been what I call a chronic dieter, right? Someone who's dieted for a long, long time, which I think is a lot of people, I think most people want to live in that calorie deficit and keep on losing fat and getting leaner and they just can't stick to it or they just can't uh, do what it takes for various reasons, whether it's metabolism related, whether it's hormonal, whether it's um, just effort, right? It's, it's something that people spend a lot of time trying to shoot for. Instead, I think it's so beneficial to take a long, prolonged break from even trying to diet or worrying about that or thinking about that at all, right? Forget about that. Put your scale in the closet, put black tarps over your mirrors, uh, wear basketball shorts and sweatpants. I don't know. Eliminate that thought of fat loss and dieting from your mind for a while. Take a diet break where you're focusing on something else. It doesn't have to mean you just do whatever you want to and you stop dialing it in, but maybe focus on muscle gain for a while. Maybe focus on a whole different goal other than physique stuff like mobility, maybe conditioning. Maybe uh, you find a sport or an event that you really like and you train specifically for performance in that. Find one of these things that also is very, very rewarding, right? You're rewarded by putting on muscle, by getting stronger, by getting faster, by getting, by improving your performance in something. You're given these positive feedback loops from that, and that is really going to help you uh, create a positive relationship again with food, with exercise, with fitness, with everything, and with yourself, right? So you, sometimes you just need to take a break from dieting and stop always trying to lose fat. I, it drives me crazy sometimes how much people want to lose fat. Our culture is very focused on the lean, lean body. Our, co- our culture is very, very focused on creating, on creating this this possibly unsustainable body, right? Where maybe you'd be better off focusing on something that's going to make you feel and perform way better. And it's definitely beneficial, in my opinion, to take some time to take a break from that fat loss, that lean obsessed mentality and focus on something else. That is person number two, the physical break from dieting. The third group of people that need diet breaks and that can really benefit is the ones that want to structure it in on purpose, right? And these, I kind of cheated here because these aren't necessarily diet breaks. These are more like structured in your programming, small breaks from dieting, right? If a diet break, like I just talked about in the physical sense is just stopping dieting for a long period of time, I'm talking like six months, a year, two years, three years, then what I'm talking about right now is kind of like mini diet breaks, right? So if you're trying to lose fat, you're making good progress, you maybe go eight weeks 
trying to lose fat, right? You're in a deficit, you're losing like half pound to a pound a week, a good healthy rate, maybe even a little bit more than that. Once you get to that point, you are gonna have a couple things happen, right? After the eight weeks, your calories are gonna probably be a little bit lower than you'd like them to be because you're gonna have to lower them once in a while to make up for some adaptation responses that are happening. You are going to be pretty tired of dieting, right? You're gonna wanna enjoy social events and you're gonna see a lot of uh, strength suffering in the gym, right? Maybe even muscle loss, hopefully not, but definitely performance is going to decrease if you're in that calorie deficit over time. So what I like to do is structure in a diet break, which I kind of call like a muscle up phase, right? Where basically you're quickly flip-flopping your goal from fat loss to maintenance slash muscle gain because you're using your old maintenance calculations. So if that's a little over your head, basically you have a maintenance calorie when you start dieting, that's gonna go down over time, right? But what I like to do is midway through a diet or you know eight, 12 weeks, just hike your calories back up to that point that you started at or maybe even like 10% higher and you're gonna stay there for like a month. And that month is going to serve as a diet break. So you're kind of, you know, getting your sanity back. You're enjoying higher amounts of food, enjoying your social life again. And typically you don't really gain that much weight during that month, right? It's maybe a pound or two. And some of that maybe is muscle, like a quarter pound or a half pound maybe is muscle because you're going to all of a sudden be in a surplus. Your body's going to really respond quickly and you're going to be able to put on some strength and size really quickly. Right, So as your performance starts to suffer, all of a sudden you swing your calories back up the other way and you start to perform really, really well, have some of the best workouts that you've had in months and you're really gonna start loving your training again, loving food again because you're getting more of it and enjoying more things. So like what this looks like for me, for example, is maybe I lose weight like almost a pound a week at uh, let's say like 2,200 calories, something like that. Um, For my diet break, I'm gonna probably bump my calories up to like 2,700. So I'm do 2,200-ish, you know, give or take 100 each direction, depending how many adjustments I need, depending if I'm losing weight or not. If I'm not losing any weight, I might drop one or 200 lower and just kind of push that, push that rate, right? Try to keep that same rate going through this whole eight-week period. But I go there, I lose, you know, eight, 10 pounds, probably something like that throughout this whole time at anywhere from 2000 to 2300 calories. And then all of a sudden I, you know, I swing my calories back up to like 27, 2800. And that serves as a structured diet break. It's not a complete mental break from dieting because you're still dialed in. You're still tracking. You're not just, you know, eating everything you can see. You're not on that seafood diet where you're eating everything that you see, but all of a sudden you are giving yourself more food and taking a break from the calorie deficit. This is, I think, really important because it's going to, like I said, increase your performance, but also just keep you from getting to the point where you need a long one. Because if you need a long mental break from dieting, then you probably messed up, right? And that's that's just the case. And it's okay to admit that, but it is important to know that going into it. Foodie Friday. And that's it, everybody. Another Foodie Friday in the books. Thank you for joining me for this episode on Diet Breaks. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and go review it on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on. Thanks for joining me. And if you have any questions you want answered on the podcast, go follow Stoltz Fit on Instagram. That's S-T-O-L-Z-F-I-T. Direct message me your question and I'll answer it on the podcast. I'm Jordan Stoltz, your host. This is the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. 
Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on fitness, food, and freedom.